Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast as usual. I'm your host, that's the Diddy NFL on Twitter and of course follow the group at UK Packers. We, do you know what, Daryl, at Daryl J. O'Brien, he's my brother from the same mother. We're up, girlfriend. We're womb bros. Uh, different times. Yeah. Anyway, um, so let's get down to business. Who, what is this? This is just complete nonsense now at this stage. Do you know what it is? Go on. Do you know what it is? What it's is quick it? snaps. Oh, it's quick snaps. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Oh, I see Mel. you doing it. I can see you doing it. We've got into a bad habit, haven't we? Because we used to do this because I used to play football for Wicklow Town. Um, I think we won the league under 12. So thank you. Went to the uh. Shield. I don't mind if I do. Um, but yeah, anyway, so when kind of, you're kind of a big deal, is what you're going to say here. Well, you know, I peaked at age 47 years ago. Yeah. Is that a week? Yeah, you also you peaked in every area at age 12. So when I, what we used to do for Penno shootouts is is that uh, when someone was taking it, we just shout obscene things. And that's kind of what's happened at the start of this podcast. We've, it's in disrepute. If we were an NFL well, team, we'd be fine. Well, yeah, we would be considering that none of this is ever going to see the light of day unless someone robs our bloopers tapes which are a mm. mine of comedy gold mostly offensive comedy gold yeah you see we I don't know that, but that's the problem I don't know there's a hacker out there waiting going oh really and it's just going to be us you know doing it could be fart Putin noises. again Russian mm. bots well, I mean, they've tried to get in. They've they've probably wanted you to send them a DM. Like, what's up? I meant to check. I meant to check what my supporters are up to. My supporters, my followers mm. on the Twitter bot. Supporters, uh, this is going to your head here. Hold on there, <laughs> Kim Jong Un. I mean, what's going on? Your supporters? Jeez. Yes. Watching my too peeps. much American politics today. I think is your problem. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that? Uh, do you know nah, what? No, there's one sure. thing about that I want. No, we won't. So the books and the um, Packers. Yep. Conference championship game. Here we are. I'm excited. Mm. Are you excited? Yeah, but I kind of feel like this game is just that Spider-Man gif where they're just pointing yeah. at each other. You know that one? Probably right. Very similar. Yeah. We've 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 received that gif a few times. I hope in playfulness. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, so it's two teams very very similar. Um, what, I mean, it's what what's strange. I think to think for me, what struck me is you've got to keep reminding myself that the books are a wild card here. You know, although let's face it, they played as the second best team in the NFC for most of most of the season. But one thing I will say, being a Wicklow man, you know this too, a pissed off goat is a dangerous goat. And I think that's what we've got with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, what were you doing to the goats? But yeah, it's, a, it's as, as you say, it's... I um, am a gentle, gentle lover. But that's the problem with with what we have now. Is Rodgers himself, I don't lay the blame completely on what happened there at that 38-10 loss mm. at Aaron Rodgers' feet. But let's face it, he had a bad game. He had an off game. Um, and I have a feeling this guy... I think he, I don't want to say it yet because it's it's an awful thing to say. But we're not we're not there yet. But he's looking towards the back end of a very illustrious career, and I often ask myself, who wants it more? You see it for people that know the game and those that don't. God love you. But in hurling, you know, we had Kilkenny, who were a county team in Ireland, who won so many. And the question always was when they were coming up to the next final, do they want this as badly as the team coming in? And hmm. I think you can probably ask that question here when you look at Brady versus. Rogers, let's face it, Brady's in semi-retirement here. I mean, he's already in Florida, so he doesn't have much to do. Just shuffle off into the old folks. Down the road. But I do look at him. He's got his three-time MVP. He's got his six Super Bowl rings, more than he can wear on one hand. I do ask the question, 
who wants it more and I think A-Rod wants it more yeah there's an element to that to it the, the thing that would stand out with Brady with me is that he brings out a cookbook or a lifestyle book or whatever the TB12 thing and it sets you back between what two to four hundred quid I mean the guy looks yeah. after himself you know he sort of yeah. adopts athletes down to follow his method he moves teams instead of just retiring at the top really um you know, and then, well, of course, you can argue that. But, I mean, he goes to um, and does the business. And I think that, I don't know, is this, does he, you know, if he reaches the Super Bowl, he's not going to. But if he did, would that be him to finish? I don't know. Because he has this thing, doesn't he, that he's just this hyper-competitive guy, works out in yeah. the off-season, does everything right. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's hard to know, you know, where his head is at. But a funny thing that I saw today because there's, there's so there, it's it's weird right there's so many talking points and then at the same time you know it's stuff that you can just regurgitate about any team really you know we're going to talk about the Brady Aaron Rodgers going up against each other the one interesting thing the last time I saw that sort of human side to Brady was really recently when he was on the field with Drew Brees hugging him here's a question for you everyone talks about Aaron Rodgers a wasted career I can't believe it he's only won one blah 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 Drew Brees um, you know, he hasn't officially announced it like Philip Rivers has today. But here's a fella who, you know, had all the weapons, had a great coach, had an unbelievable defense for so long. Um, and he ended up winning one ring. But there's going to be no doubt that he's one of the best to ever do. He holds an awful lot oh, of records. Yeah. So there's that yeah. parallel between Rodgers there. I do wonder, though, it's an interesting talking point, and we could get way off on a tangent here. And it is quick snaps, which is meant to be quick and snappy. But with Rodgers, I wonder that he's so cerebral and he's so nonchalant and he's he's waxing an awful lot about how he's doing different things in life I just wonder if he was to march on and we do win the Super Bowl and all this talk of oh what's the dilemma I wonder what now he I know he keeps saying that I'm gonna play this game for a very long time and this is what I want to do but he did speak about before on a different podcast not related to football that when he was up on the podium he looked down from winning and sort of thought well is this it you know and I wonder Mm. if he won a second one would he think like maybe I don't know there was a rumour for a long while going around the fans of Green Bay that they felt that Aaron Rodgers, there was a potential that he could just call it a day. So, yeah. Don't know if well, I think, freaking I don't know if that's, I mean, yeah, but the funny thing in looking at that now, I think we've got a guy who's definitely up for this. LaFleur said after that first game against the Bucks, he said, we didn't prepare well enough. I don't think that's going to be a problem. No. Here. These guys are going to be well prepared. There, I mean, we talk about there's no history in the sporting game, but this is very recent history in the sense of it's the same set of players playing each other. And yet they talk about sport doesn't have a memory. These guys have a memory for the defeat they just suffered. So they will want that nature of revenge. Plus, we've already seen this swing. We need a swing like just what happened to the Bucks. I mean, what? They lost to the Saints by 38-3 in Tampa, and then they went on to win... 30-20 last weekend so mm. we need a swing just like that um, almost exactly like that and actually I was looking at the last time Packers played them in the playoffs and it was back in January 4th 1998 what were you doing in 1998? Um, Jesus I don't know I'm trying um, to remember even what age you were mm. I mean I was obviously very cool back in 1998 I probably was probably wearing those you know those tracksuits that had the buttons all the way up the side those Adidas rip-offs why did people have them? Like they were the worst things. We went to an all-boys school, right? You wear them into school, which you stop doing very quickly because people just like to rip them off you. Yeah. Which... But all-boys school is a pretty weird place to be. But come here, about really that thing that you were saying about the, you know, 
the history of the sport. I love the narratives that come out every single week and the stuff you're not supposed to talk about because you're a silly little boy. And that one has been the week six game against Tampa and the waxing that we got. We're not. Did you did you hear about this? Did you hear about the Twitter Eddie? Apparently, we're not supposed to talk about this game. It doesn't matter now. People have to stop yeah, focused on it. Apparently. Now, what I would say is, is that um, that game was horrendous for many different reasons. One, we went up 10 zip and then we completely capitulated. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had a bad game. He got picked off twice, wasn't it? Um, so, mm. and there was all these stats that have come out since that, you know, that was against the Blitz. Rogers was rattled for some reason, but against the Blitz since then, he's only um, coughed up one, whereas he has something like 13, uh, you know, touchdowns, whatever the silly stat is anyway, but he's very successful. And the Bucks similarly. So when they blitzed other quarterbacks, they've got very little success. So literally that game proves to be an anomaly, but it's still important. And yeah. here's why I think it's important along the same lines as what you were just saying, right? Is that... Um, I got into running uh, on my birthday last year, right? And I've kept it up. You're old. I'm real you're old. old. Uh, and one thing that stuck with me was, and it's the same as driving a car and it's the same as dating and it's the same as a job. You never like to take a step backwards, right? So I was running mm. two kilometers and I was gassed. And then I worked it up to five kilometers and I was gassed. And then I worked it up to 10 and I was doing grand. And then I worked it up to 15 at a time. And the thing is, is when you do something once, when you go through it again, even though it's pretty hard. So when I ran my first 5K, I was delighted with myself. But I knew forever then that it was possible and that I could do it. Right, as silly as that sounds for the people out there running marathons, right? I've since improved, I promise. So then I knew that when I went out, and even at 2K when I was like, Jesus, I don't like, I don't remember being this hard, is that there was that memory in my head that told me that I had done it before, I can do it again. And that's what's dangerous about this game. Here's a Bucks team mm -hmm. who has Tom Brady, who has been, I think he's went 13-2 and two in cold weather playoff games. So he's very yeah. successful. So he's not going to be a problem, you would think. Not unless we get major pressure on him. But also, this is a Bucks team who completely waxed Green Bay before. And different circumstances, a different team, a team on hot streak, nothing you can do when you're being spanked. I get that. And that this defense are way worse than the Rams one that we faced, allegedly, right? Oh, yeah. But what I would say is it's like running the 5K or like driving a big car and you don't want to go back to driving a one liter or whatever, is that they're going to have that memory there and they're going to think we've done it before and they're not going to give up till the end. Not unless we completely crushed them by a couple of scores, which is exactly yeah, why. Because yeah. we went 10 up on those before, remember? That's right. So That's we, what I was just about to say. And like, you know, the, the old trope we generally say is if we get up and get it running fast and we score in yeah. our first few drives, that won't matter here. No. And I, I think you're right. I mean, I even had noted down if Devin White plays the way he did the last day and gets at A-Rod, we're in trouble. Um, I think the player for us to watch and the player I'd be interested to see how they utilize him is Jair Alexander. Mm. I think he's our secret weapon in this game. How do we utilize him? I don't know, but we definitely need to shut down. Do we make him shadow Mike Evans? Don't know. But we also have to worry about Chris Goodwin, Antonio Brown, and of course Gronk, who had a great game the last day as well. So I'm, I, I'm tipping Jair to be out there and do a little bit of something. But I do think, it, again, I think this is going to come down to the floor playbook, isn't it? Um, he says he didn't prepare well enough. I don't. He said we. Did he mean him? Mm. Um, because something didn't run well that day. And I think, to be fair to him, he took sort of, he, he, they, they, they took a collective guilt approach to how it went. But I wonder how much was that rueful in the floor when the wheels started coming off the wagon? Did he not have anything in, you know, in the playbook that could, could deal with it? So that's something to watch. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree. If they come out in the very same mindset they had and rattle us quick, the same applies that the likes of A-Rod, you know, they'll start to doubt themselves and maybe then we don't, if A-Rod loses his head. And of course, there is the, the old um, adage as well, 
that they're coming to Lambeau, they're going to play in the cold. Generally speaking, we're in the playoffs, we tend to go to warm places to play and that's when the wheels come off the wagon. Mm. I'd almost say that's probably just coincidence because there's no way in hell Aaron Rodgers not know how to play in the warm weather. He's a Californian boy. Um, so, And I lay the blame mostly at his feet for the, for the first loss. Just nothing was going right for him. So I think the, I, <clears throat> I think it's, I still think we're going to win. I mean, I had a score of like 26-20 in my head I don't see us hitting 30 points and I think as you say because we're two very similar teams you know, we're going to cancel each other out in lots of areas yeah. so I don't think it's going to be too comfortable it's not going to be comfortable watching I don't think but as long as the special teams and nobody else starts making howlers early on I think if we build confidence you know unlike other games we build score and I would say well score first put a big score on in this one I think it's execute the game plan well don't make any mistakes for the first while and get build confidence that way yeah, no, 100%. I mean, we really need to put these lads away. And we've seen the comeback of Brady in the past, that famous one, you know, that comes up against the Falcons and everything else. Yeah. Um. So he never knows when he's down. He doesn't accept it. He's the rah-rah guy on the sideline, which always comes off a bit cringe. He's high-fiving people. But you can't put past the fact that I think the guy has been great. He's been great for a very long time. Um, and he's really, he's the reason why the books are successful. He's And again, yeah. he, he it's dinky-dunky stuff, which is the soft stuff that we always give up. Uh, which is going to be the problem. So, you know, you look at points per game, uh, we're first with 31.8, they're third with 30.8. So again, very similar. Uh, the points allowed per game, we allow 23, they allow 22. So they're better than us in that regard. Uh, but they allow um, an awful lot more um, passing yards per game, which again is going to feed into us. The rush yards, they tend to keep people underneath 100 yards. So that will be interesting to see. Can we keep them honest with the run? Because mm. that's what's going to really impact the Packers. Because like we've so. said, the new modus operandi in Green Bay, and I say new, but it's been the last two years, but we're all still trying to catch up for this, is that it's a run first team. I don't care what anyone says. You know, we see the highlights with Aaron Rodgers and everything else, but that's all predicated on keeping people honest with Aaron Jones, who news came out allegedly is that they'd offered him uh, top five running back money and he turned it down because the guaranteed money wasn't enough. So that's another sideline story. Now, did Tom Brady's agent release that to try to cause, you know, a lack of unity in the Packers camp? Who knows? But they're very, very similar. Like the PFF rank for Green Bay is first, for Tampa Bay is second. The DVOA rank, we are third in their second. So these teams are extremely similar. It's going to, and as well as that, it was hilarious. I was listening to Book's podcast the last couple of days to see, you know, what they're saying about it. And they're saying that the frozen tundra isn't actually frozen because of the amount of heaters and stuff there. Um, Lol. Like we've been to Green Bay and uh, I was there, um, what was it, two years ago? And it it didn't get up above uh, zero degrees Celsius. It's a very cold place. Now, I know it's different for the players that have heaters and stuff, but we've heard from everybody that heaters are actually the worst because you're underneath the heater and then you start seizing up when you go down the field because it's so cold. So the trick is... And this is the key to the game, I think, is that we need to keep Tom Brady obviously off the field to stop him from scoring because we see how prolific they can be and they have ma- like unbelievable weapons there. When he is out there, we need to blitz him as much as we can and because we all know, look how frustrated he got against the Bears. And then second off, we need to keep our offense out there and grinding and that will be predicated on how many run plays we can kick off. And if they're good against the run, that's going to be the difficult part and that's where that's the, the linchpin of this game. We need to keep their defense out on the field knackered and cold and their si- and their offense on the sidelines cold yeah, warmed and, up yeah. warmed up and then let and, them on and yeah go- exactly and that's that's going to be the key to this game so it's brilliant that the books podcast were like ah oh, it's not going to be that bad like welcome to lambo i mean you're going to have some warm welcome when you get there yeah what i would like to say as a final parting note is whilst packers and the books 
maybe similar. I have a feeling they are as actual similar as a Rolex and a knockoff Rolex. That's what I'm going to say on it. Obviously, Packers being the Rolex, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> to dive in there. Yeah, we all know some people like to sit by the radio just with the, you know, that meme of the guy like about to burst and he's sitting at the table with the veins popping out. Sometimes it's like that, you know, you saying people are diving yeah. on criticizing. But yeah, look, I think the Packers have what it takes here. Uh, they're on a hot streak, even though the books are also on hot streak. Um, the bookies have us as favourites. Uh, some mm. Packer fans have us as massive favourites. Um, I'd like to believe it, but it's always tighter, yeah. always, when you come into these yeah. games. And the fact that, fair enough, look, you, you know, Jared Goff played amazingly um, with the Rams, and we've seen that. So if you imagine that in the hands of those stats in the hands of Tom Brady and his weapons... Uh, that's yeah. going to be pretty tough to come up against. So that could, be, that could be painful, yeah. Yeah, and look, he's done it since Jesus was a baby. So, I mean, Tom Brady knows what he's doing. Um, so, when you're looking at the score on this, even though I really do, honest to God, hate score predictions, but if you were to do not even a score prediction, do you reckon it is going to be super tight to the very end? Do you reckon we explode in the second quarter the way we capitulated in the last game? What are you thinking? I have a feeling we'll probably play very well, but I think we'll go behind. Um, and I think we'll come back to win 26-20 is what I had. Um, I'm not quite sure how you make that score up, but I think I think we've got six points in us. So probably just almost to say we've got a touchdown in us to win this game. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to... The dream, obviously, is that we go up early and then we just completely uh, make them one-dimensional and the defense can pin their ears back and get after them. Um, I think we're going to know in the first possession because yeah, if we can't get out and going in the run game because what we see in those situations is, is that if they frustrate Aaron Rodgers and he has some brain fart moments I don't think he'll give the ball away though and I think that's going to be key here because an important factor for the Bucks is that they depend on their defence to give their offence good position uh, with their play um, so I, I don't think and what they do is they tend to get interceptions and pick sixes in bunches you know and not, like a, a small portion of their games makes up a large portion of their interceptions so I think we'll know in the first possession if we don't have any interceptions or any brain fart moments fumbles you know anything like that and if we can make them look like we're punishing them with the run uh, when they're on out I think we can probably hang about two or three scores on the books because I think they'll oh, just that would be fantastic melt. yeah I'll take that all day long and then we're in the Super Bowl baby unreal ooh Oh, tingles with your blitz. Uh, so that's oh, it. I'm all tingly. I'm all tingly. So look, um, it's great to hang out with you lads. Um, if we get to the Super Bowl, I'm going to try plan some sort of mega zoom um, and get everybody on there and everyone have a party, have some pints and stay up till the wee hours uh, soaking in all of that kind of stuff. Um, Delicious. Delicioso. So from him at Daryl J. Brown, from me at Steve Diddy NFL, the Paddy Packer on Instagram, which of course, and is always... Oh, again, so, so very racist. Uh, Self-racism, there's nothing like it. But until the next podcast, after the win, baby. Ooh. Come on, go see ya.